0: Today's show, Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess, passionate, inspirational speaker, author, poet, and entrepreneur. Welcome to Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. I want to give a big thank you to those of you who are listening today all around the world. I'm delighted and so grateful that you tuned in. I sure hope you're enjoying a fabulous day today and that you're having a fantastic week because in the grand song of the universe, you know what? Life is so very short. It's short and sweet and very, very precious. So I hope you're making a difference in your own life because when you do, you also make a difference in someone else's life. Now, a lot of folks want to make their life count for something. And they ask me, Dr. Gloria, how do you do that? Well, it's very, very simple. You make your life count day by day, step by step, moment by moment, every single day. 365, 24-7. That's what legacy living is make your life count is all about you can learn more about legacy living make your life count by visiting the gloria burgess website that's g-l-o-r-i-a-b-u-r-g-e-s-s dot com the gloria burgess website g-l-o-r-i-a-b-u-r-g-e-s-s dot com or by visiting facebook my Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash D R G L O R I A B U R G E S S P H D forward slash. Today, today I want to talk with you about healthy living. Specifically, we're going to focus on brain health, (laughs) because when you have a healthy brain, you can also enjoy a healthy life. Now, one of the reasons this topic interests me is because I'm at that stage in my own life when I'm aware that the years ahead of me are probably going to be fewer than the years behind me. Now, how many of you out there can relate to that, (laughs) right? So I want to know more about what I can do now to make a difference as I look ahead to the years in front of me so that I can enjoy the absolute best quality of life, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, and intellectually. Now, if you're like me, you also have aging parents or aging siblings, Some of you may have aging aunts or uncles or grandparents or other loved ones. And as they get older, as our loved ones age, some might be in exquisite health, excellent health, right? Their minds are intact, their memories are intact, but some might have already experienced memory loss to some degree. So this is another reason to learn as much as we can to be equipped and to relate well to our loved ones and to be compassionate to ourselves as well. So once again, today's focus is healthy brain, brain health. So it's time to sit back and relax, make yourself a cup of coffee or tea or get a nice tall glass of water, put your feet up and relax in your favorite chair. And don't forget your pen and notepad, because you're going to want to take notes today. We're going to have a great time. Before I jump into today's show, I just want to take a moment to welcome you who are just tuning in. If you're just joining us, I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, and this is Legacy Living Make Your Life Count. I'd also like to extend a special welcome to those of you who are joining my show or if you're joining Talk Network Radio for the very first time. You're in for a real treat. I'm excited to have you listening in today, and I'm deeply honored that you've allowed me to be part of your day so you can be inspired by the ideas and resources to make your life count. Today's program is all about healthy living. Our special focus today is brain health, a very important topic so you can enjoy a healthy life. Now human beings have many things in common. Neurobiologist David Eagleman would say that one of the more important things we have in common is our brain. In fact, When we come into this world, we all come into it in the very same way. And what way is that? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked. We all enter with an unfinished brain, an unfinished brain. In fact, Eagleman would also say that we have a remarkably, a remarkably unfinished brain. In his book, The Brain, The Story of You, he writes, Dolphins are born swimming. And giraffes learn to stand within hours. Now, when you think about it, the same is true for many, many types of animals, right? Baby horses, baby deer, they come into the world with their coats wet and slick. And they also learn to walk, then run, within a very, very short amount of time. But what about us humans? Well we certainly don't learn to stand within hours or days or even weeks or months for that matter. The truth is, we develop comparatively slower in that particular way, or so it seems. I mean, it takes most humans about seven, eight, or nine months, sometimes a little longer, right, to learn how to stand and walk. But, In terms of other areas of development, what seems to be a limitation in how we develop and when we develop our mobility is actually a clue. It's a signal. It's a pointer to one of our greatest advantages as human beings. Now, we know that baby animals develop their ability to walk and run quickly because a lot of the brain development Actually, occurs during their gestation period. It happens while they're still in their mother's womb. In contrast to humans, they also seem to develop quickly because their brains are pre-wired. Right. So, what does that mean? That means that their brains are already pre-programmed. But that hardwiring that equips them to stand, walk, and run so quickly is actually a trade-off. It's a trade-off in terms of their flexibility. Hmm. Let's think about that. Well, Eagleman gives us this wonderful example. He says, imagine if some hapless rhinoceros found itself on the Arctic tundra (laughs) or on top of a mountain in the Himalayas, or in the middle of urban Tokyo, it would have no capacity, absolutely none, to adapt or thrive. He goes on to say, in contrast, humans have thrived in all of these environments. And, I would add, not only have humans thrived in some of these environments, they've actually flourished, right? Unlike other animals, Human beings don't arrive. We don't come into the world with everything hardwired. Our human brains are molded and shaped by the events and circumstances of our lived experiences. So instead of being hardwired, our brains are more supple, more flexible, more malleable, more changeable. Eagleman calls this being Live wired. <laughs> so, not hardwired, but live wired. So, why are our human brains so flexible? Our brains are actually composed of billions upon billions of cells. Our brain's flexibility results from how those billions and billions of cells are connected connection is key. Let's take a closer look at why this is so. As little babies, one of our primary jobs is to develop our brains. Imagine that, our job <laughs> as a baby is to develop our brains. Now, a baby's neurons form, listen to this, 2 million new connections every second two million new connections every second as they take in information can i just tell you something that is a very busy baby (laughs) now a neuron is a very special kind of cell this kind of cell is specifically designed to transmit nerve impulses now remember i said earlier that connection is key So, if a baby's neurons form two million new connections every second, by the time that baby is a a two-year-old toddler, that little one now has over 100 trillion synapses. Now, a synapse is a junction between our neurons, our nerve cells, right? And so now, the child has over 100 trillion synapses, which is about twice the number of synapses that an adult has. That means a healthy adult brain <laughs> has 50 trillion synapses, 50 trillion. Now, you might be wondering, why is that? Why do adults have only half as many as a two-year-old, right? Well, it's pretty simple. 100 trillion synapses is way more connections, way more in our brain than we actually need as adults. So as we grow from this very fertile period, when we're very young, of generating cell connections, when we're between birth and the age of two, we go through a longer period of what we call neural pruning. Neural pruning. okay? And yes, It's pretty close to what you might be imagining. (laughs) So as we grow older and advance and mature into adolescence and then into young adults, by the time we're in our mid-twenties, 50% of our connections, 50% of our synapses have actually been pruned away. Now how does that happen? And which synapses stay? Which ones are pruned? Great questions. When a synapse, when a connection is effectively used, then that synapse or connection is actually strengthened. Now, what does effectively used mean? (laughs) Well, it means that it successfully participates in a circuit. When this successful participation happens, that synapse is strengthened. On the other hand, when synapses aren't used, guess what? They weaken And eventually, over time, those weakened synapses, those weakened connections, are actually eliminated. Now, to really get the picture, try this. I want you to visualize an area with a lot of trees and a lot of thick, thick ground cover. Now, when you take a walk through those trees, as you walk over the ground cover, you create a path. The more you walk on that path, the clearer or the stronger the path becomes. The path you create, or I should say the paths you create and use over and over again, those are the ones you keep. The paths you don't use, you lose. Now the same thing is true for our brains. You keep the connections you use and you lose the ones you don't use. When we reach our mid-twenties, when we're about the age of 25, our brains appear to be fully developed. But the cool thing is, now this is really cool, (laughs) that even after our brain is fully developed, in fact, all during our adulthood, our brain can form new connections. How does that happen? Well, we'll explore that in another show. (laughs) But for now, just remember that making connections is key. In fact, it's essential, no matter what age you are. Now, before I close today's show, I want to give a great big shout-out to all the neuroscientists out there <laughs> and all the people who love neuroscientists, because without them, we wouldn't know the things that we just discovered about the brain, right? Right? I also want to give a shout-out to all the folks out there in our lives who make the world a healthier place, right? Now, a wise person once told me, it's the little things you do. It's the little things you do day by day, over and over again. The little things you do with love and with consistency. That's what makes the difference. So ask yourself, what can I do? What can I do that will make a difference? What can I do that will make a difference for my own healthy living and for someone else in my life? Right? For a spouse, for my daughter or son, for my sister or brother, for my mom or dad, for a teammate at work. Maybe for somebody in my church or for my neighbor. Maybe for someone I don't even know yet. (laughs) Now you can also ask yourself, where might I do something that will bring healthy living more into focus into my own life? That's certainly a question I'm asking myself. Now, I mentioned earlier that I love the arts. I love listening to music and singing music. I mean, that's one of the ways I feed and nourish my brain, right? And you know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, I just – luxuriate in the arts now a few months ago I bought myself some colored pens and a coloring book (laughs) I've actually used the pens and they are fabulous I can actually feel myself responding differently when I use them why is that because I'm firing up the emotional center of my brain and I'm actually changing it as I fire it up how about that (laughs) so how is your healthy living coming along How are you making a difference that makes a difference in your own life and in someone else's life? You do it day by day, step by step, moment by moment, smile by smile, every single day, 365-24-7. Now, if you missed any part of this week's broadcast, or if you missed last week's show, you can listen to a podcast of the show at your convenience. You can even listen to it on the go. Check us out at talknetworkradio.com forward slash legacyliving.html. That's talknetworkradio.com forward slash Forward slash dot html, and that's L E G A C Y L I V I N G dot html. Before I close today's show, I want to thank each of you for tuning in today, for allowing me to share a bit of my journey about what legacy living is all about not just living and learning but living and learning and serving so that you make a difference in your own life and in the lives of others it's about being on purpose every single day 365 24 7 legacy living is one of the many ways to make your life count once again I want to thank you for joining me for today's show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burgess. And this has been Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Please join me again next week right here on Talk Network Radio for another show of Legacy Living, Make Your Life Count. Don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what Legacy Living is all about. Have a fantastic day, and remember, make the days in your life count. God bless you. That's our show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria, Gloria Burton. I hope you'll join me again next week. Until then, don't just count the days in your life. Make the days in your life count. That's what legacy living is all about. Here's to you. Have a fantastic day. Be sure to make it a yes kind of day. And remember, celebrate. Celebrate the music of your life. Make the days in your life count.